shitty movie idea. <laughs> hey, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I just wanted Come to be against you because we're close friends. This is going to have a lot of context on the podcast when we put it out, by the way. Like, just like every podcast that we do. So it's, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. My name is Adam Posse. <laughs> My name's Adam Posse. I'm Alex Rios. And welcome to Chumba and Wumba, the podcast that has all the planning and it's the smartest thing you'll ever hear in your whole, whole entire life. <laughs> it's actually the most planning we've ever done, and it's us sitting at a table over the beer. Like, you want to talk about that? Maybe. Cool. Let's go. We got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Cut and print. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm dealing with a hangover right now. What time is it? Like 8.30? I'm still hungover. Because we had a podcast. Lot. We, we recorded last night. So that means on Monday nights, we just get hammered. <laughs> and, well, last night we got especially drunk because Rios brought out a small shopping bag come almost halfway full with tiny liquor bottles. Yeah, I, I robbed an airport. <laughs> <laughs> and what sucked is that one of them was bourbon and the bourbon was so good. It was delicious. Something should not taste that good out of a plastic bottle. That's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> well, it's fancy, you know, because it's little. You know, it doesn't matter if it's plastic, it's tiny. It's all right. Little equals fancy? Everyone knows that. We got fancy dicks. What's up? Does that mean the two of you are the least fanciest fucking people in this room? Oh, oh by the way, that's producer Randy. No one knows you, so we had to introduce you. <laughs> Give it up for producer Randy, you guys. Over there. <laughs> pretending to be God back there. Also, Randy, stop interrupting the plugs. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. So we just basically catch up with each other and see what we did in the last week, which is awesome considering we did a podcast last night. So we have so much to talk about, you guys. Well, I, I, I did something last night that I didn't tell anyone about until now. I've, do you ever do something that's just embarrassing, like by yourself? You have to like, like, calm down and like process the shame that you just had. Like I like got drunk, like we were talking about. Woke up with a severe headache, at like 4 a.m., and just took a shower. And then I woke back up in the shower. I fell asleep. <laughs> standing up. <laughs> like, in our shower, the shower is, like, tiny. Like, I barely fit in there. Like, it's one boob at a time I gotta wash. It's so small. And is I just, that like, how you stood upright? Because you were just tuna canned in? Yeah, there. I was just like, oh, <laughs> But I just woke, I, I remember getting in the shower, I'm like, oh, fuck, I feel terrible. And then all of a sudden I just, like... Oh god, I'm in the shower still. But I think that I think I didn't fall because there's no room to fall. So I just like my feet slipped and just hit the other wall and I just kinda like stayed there. <laughs> my at my grandma's house, her bathroom's so tiny, when I use the toilet I basically have to cross my arms to hold my dick while I'm peeing. <laughs> because it's, I'm scrunched in there, like pretty much like your shower is. It's Yeah, yeah rest in peace, grandma. She's not dead, but I haven't checked my phone in a while. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, grandparents do that. They die. They're good at it. <laughs> it's what? That's one thing that grandparents are good at is dying. 
When Rios picked me up to come here, uh, his car smelled like enchiladas. Racist. <laughs> but there were no fucking enchiladas in the car, and it, I'm still quite kind of upset about that. You got in the car. You, you didn't even say hi. You just said, "Where are the enchiladas?" <laughs> <laughs> like I like I like I told you I was bringing enchiladas, and I forgot. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't kind of smell like enchiladas. Like I opened the door, and my hair was blown back with enchilada fumes, <laughs> and <clears throat> I'm. I'm you don't pick up a fat dude that, with a car that smells like enchiladas and not have the enchiladas on you. That's wrong <laughs> and rude and unkind. And I still want enchiladas. The, by the way, shout out to Alberta Street Pub for having us. The guajillo chicken on the dirty fries is pretty great. It's good. It is good. There are no enchiladas, but they'll do in a pinch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you do pick up a fat friend with a car that smells like enchiladas if you want to let them down. You want to give them false hopes. Like, ha fatty, I got you. I, is that a practical joke of yours? <laughs> just, yeah, just a shitty joke. You just got a, just got a savory Febreze collection that you hit the vehicle with every time you're about to come pick me up. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I have like an like an enchilada like uh, car freshener just hanging on my mirror. I remember one time I was at my best friend's house. We got home from a night of drinking, and his roommate made a bunch of bacon and then ate it all. And the house was just thick with bacon in the air. And it, this whole podcast is about things that I should have gotten to eat but didn't, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I feel like we have to like, re-explain the podcast. A bu- bunch of people just showed up. Hi, bunch of people. Hey, guys, How are thanks you? Thanks for coming out. Thanks for being here. This is, a, this is a, a podcast called Chumbo and Wumbo where we just talk about being fat and drunk. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> just to give you guys an example, Posse got so drunk last night, we spent two hours working out a bit that he's been working on, and he forgot completely about that. Yeah. It's not that memorable a bit, obviously. <laughs> also, Randy, please stop interrupting the plugs. Yeah, I, can you take away your microphone from yourself? <laughs> I'm only kidding. So this weekend, I, I got it was my first feature weekend at Helium Comedy. Oh yeah, nice. Which was fun. It's my first time in the middle spot. Thank you, Shane. It was my first time in the middle spot. It was really fun. I got to experiment a lot because usually when I work at Helium, my host. And it's kind of a utilitarian type spot you're on in the car because the, the feature is the no pressure spot. The headliner is the reason people came out, so he's got to earn the money. And the host is the one setting it up. I basically don't have to be absolutely horrible, and it's gravy. And so that was fun. I got to experiment more than I ever have on stage there. But I got to stop bringing helium headliners to the Funhouse Lounge because I, every time I brought one there, something ensues. The headliner is a guy named Bowen, Owen Benjamin. Who uh, is an anti-PC type of guy. He trolls people online sometimes. And uh, he got into a fight with... Uh, he almost threw, threw hands at a fellow comic in town. <laughs> and I think it's funny. <laughs> Here's the thing. This dude that he got into the altercation with is like a real-life troll. Like, when he's... The entire time you're talking to him, he's fucking with you. And we're standing in a circle, and he comes up, and I introduce him. And they start going in on each other. And it's... It's a perfect storm of, for them to fight. Like, you knew something was going to happen. These two specific types of crazy were meant to do battle. There was unstoppable force meets an immovable object. The point is, I really got to stop bringing the headliners from Helium over to Funhouse now. <laughs> yeah. Anything shitty that happens in the comedy scene here is your fault. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Hashtag absolutely all Adams. <laughs> is that a science joke? 
<laughs> oh, guys, we have a guest on this podcast. Thank God. Uh, we need it. <laughs> one of the funniest people I know and one of my favorite people in town. Make a lot of noise right now for Miss Amanda Arnold, everybody! <laughs> A.K.A. Double A, the Enforcer. I in the middle? You, you do. Yeah, and we unnecessarily sat close so you'd feel squeezed. Oh, this is what Rio's shower feels like, what you're about to experience yeah. right now. Yeah, it, 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 it feels like two fat guys. <laughs> That's what the shower feels like. Same amount of moisture. Yeah. And grout. It's weird. You get out of the shower and you're like more and greasy. Smells <laughs> like dirty feet. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, you actually, you're working on something really exciting right yeah. now that I'd like to talk to you about. You have a comedy festival coming up? I am. I'm co-producing a comedy festival uh, in Lincoln City the last weekend of April called the Undertow Comedy Festival. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this up. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds like you got like a lot of good people. And, like you the like city gave us a bunch of money to bring tourism to Lincoln City during the off season. So okay. and so you named the festival after something that's probably killed a few of its citizens. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> well, what's cool? I mean, speaking of dead people, um, <laughs> there's a lot of them in the ocean. What the, our small venue, the eventuary, um, it uh, it's an old funeral home, and it was the first hospital in Lincoln City, and then after it was a hospital, it was a funeral home. And the guy that owned it in the late 80s, uh, the eventuary, yeah. Um, I, I, it transitioned from a hospital to a funeral home? So the people that are listening, <laughs> I kind of just like pointed at me, and I hope it wasn't one of your family members. Uh, so you just know about it. When you work there, they're like, don't bring this up. Uh, <laughs> guy, Maybe it was just a shitty hospital, and they gave in and realized they were a funeral home the whole time. No, <laughs> shit got way weirder than that. The guy when was a gambling addict that owned it in the, in the late 80s, and he quit cremating bodies. They don't have a crematorium there, so they'd have funerals, and then they'd like be like, hey, pay us 300 bucks and we'll burn your loved one. And then, and he Is was that all like, you have to do? yeah, right? Well, he was like, well, wouldn't, need someone it be, burn? wouldn't it be weird if I kept this $300, just stacked the bodies like cordwood in the garage? He's just playing the human And gave him fireplace ashes. He was giving him fireplace ashes, you guys. Like, and then shit got stinky. Um, they smelled something was up. And uh, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, he got caught. So, but there was no abuse of corpse laws back then. So he only got like a five hundred dollar fine and thirty days in jail. Then he got out. He moved to North Carolina because that's what you do. And he uh, tried to assault this girl, and then like ran through this trailer park, ran into a trailer, and killed himself. So, anyway, that's our small venue. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful space now. Um, that's our small space. We have a three hundred person venue. And then we have a 200-person venue. Our website rolls at the end of the week. It will be undertowcomedy.com. Um, comics can submit. Mm -hmm. um, but we have some uh, amazing headliners. I guess I can kind of talk about it now. Ron Funches will be our big headliner. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the whole thing was is um, a good, like, I'm being all serious. Sorry, I've been at work all day. I'm kind of oh, sober. Oh, this is actually interesting. Um, last you mean Rios' horse shit earlier? This yeah, is yeah, I mean, it's way yeah. better. Last year, a Portland <laughs> comic and one of my best friends and a good, uh, and my roommate, he was a, he died. Uh, he had a brain tumor, went through surgery, did great, and then fucking died. So he was best friends with Ron coming up, and so 
I said, I want to put on a comedy festival and donate, or dedicate the first year, not donating shit. Dedicate <laughs> the first year. They were that close. They were no, this motherfucker is not putting in this work. Um, she well, wants to give him a shout out from the bank. Yeah, hey, exactly. Yo, this for you, big dog. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to dedicate the first year. So Ron uh, was nice enough to give me a uh, give me a friend discount a little bit. But um, so he'll be headlining it. But we have some other cool names that we're still. I don't know if I'm so struck by it. Jeff Dye, I think we've nailed in. Jeff Dye's nice. Uh, Dana Gould is another one on our list. Um, and uh, we're negotiating with another big headliner that's from Portland that I probably shouldn't say yet because we haven't talked to his manager yet. But you guys all know him and love him. So come out. Last week in April, undertowcomedy.com. On behalf of the patriarchy, <laughs> I'd like to thank you for only booking male headliners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have no, we have, we have a... Uh, the one I was talking about outside. Uh, oh, I know, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have one female headliner that we're still negotiating with. I shouldn't probably. It's a bit much, but we'll let it slide. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh. Women, women, are, women are more expensive, man. Like, we tried. I, I there was a saying. couple. I hit up Dulce and she's like, Did you not see me on TV? Fuck, I ain't come to Lincoln City. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess this is where we are. You said one of the most cold-blooded things to me outside <laughs> earlier. It was funny, though, because we were joking around, like, what was it? What were we talking? How did it start? We were, it's an they, amazing podcast. They were like, hey, um, you do a lot of weird dating shit because uh, you're in your late 30s. We'd like to talk about some of the weird dating shit you do. And um, then I said something. You were like, well, I'll come to your house. And I, I made a joke like, no, nah, she, she never. Oh, you hated. You said you hated around being. You hate being around someone that snores. Oh yeah, I fucking yeah. hate and, people and then, that snore. And, and then I, was I like, snore, but I don't have to hear my own shit. Like. And then I then I pointed at Adam. I'm like, look at him. Doesn't it, he looks like he snores? He's like a, like an asthmatic chainsaw. That's what he's like. <laughs> it's and I, I said next twice, but I I never get to stay the night because she just uses me up and throws me away every time. And I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Put your shoes on on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> you said it though. You said it the way like you, you you've definitely said that to other guys before. Get out. Put your shoes on outside. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> like, you're like, it hurt my feelings in the awkward. imaginary scenario we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we know that it's gonna take you a while to tie them, and I'm gonna have to sit there and look at you and like. I'm not gonna tie my fucking <laughs> shoes. <laughs> you kidding? I haven't tied a shoe in two decades. One time I had a Comcast guy come to my house, and he was a big guy, and I'm not throwing stones, so you guys can see me. Well, people, listeners, I'm chubby. So, um, <laughs> this big guy, he weighed like 500 pounds, but he was the, the Comcast guy. Nothing. And he was trying to put his the booties on, like the because they're supposed to wear booties when they come in your house, and he is just fucking struggling. <laughs> and I watched for about six minutes, and I was like, dude, you don't have the booties on. It's cool. Like, <laughs> oh man, I got and shit to watch. So, it's so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing because yeah. I like big guy too. So like falling when you're big is the most like terrible thing to do in public because everyone's like, look at that fatty, he just fell. Let me get my phone out. When it snowed, I watched a lady crawl from Foster to the grocery to the, to the grocery entrance of Fred Myers. And that was when I was like, I need to get my shit together. Like if you don't have enough core strength to just maintain your balance enough to walk slow, she just gave up. She put her bag over her shoulder and put like the, the handles in her teeth and fucking crawled. Maybe she was from eighty second. No, this was survival mode. She was like, I gotta get in Freddy's. I'm like, 
what are you gonna how are you gonna get this shit home once you get in there I can't like, stop what are you going in for she's gonna tie it to her back I can't stop <laughs> picturing the pervert guy from Family Guy's dog <laughs> I think the old, like, the old neighbor guy. Hey, Chris. <laughs> That's what you're talking about? Okay. I think it'd be funny if she, like, came out with, a, like, a bag of dog food. All right. <laughs> no, this is for me. That's not that funny. But <laughs> maybe, yeah. that was, maybe that was just some kinky shit. Maybe. No, she couldn't fucking stay up. She tried. I watched her up, down, up, down. She fell a couple times. She seemed fine. She was still moving around, like... And then she was just like, fuck it, I'm going to crawl. And she crawled. It was sad and hilarious. I would have like, followed I'm, her all day. <laughs> I would have stayed on the journey with her. You should have grabbed, you should have held her bag strap and drug her along. You, you know what would have been creepiest if she would have like flipped her arms back and like crab crawled like that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I ate way too many mushrooms. Like. So she, she's not struggling, she's just showing off at that point. <laughs> she was like in her 30s. I don't know, she was just like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to crawl like I don't care if anybody's but the way she flipped her Walmart bag over her shoulder and put the handles in her teeth was fucking brilliant like I was like holy shit but what I love about that is blind camaraderie when you see something with a stranger and you but you make that eye contact like we're fucking both seeing this and the guy looked over and he's like cardio's a bitch (laughs) holy shit like I gotta start working and doing some squats or something I don't know like (laughs) bad so, can you tell us about the last date you went on? Well, the last crazy thing that happened to you while dating. Okay. Uh, well, I did have a funny... I have two. Um, I did have a guy that I met on Tinder that was pretty cute, but he said, I'm a stand-up comic on his profile. And he it was like 2.2 miles from me. And I've been doing comedy in Portland eight years. If you're a good-looking guy in Portland that does comedy, I fucking know you. Like, I, I have I've seen you. I see you. And so I was like, this guy isn't a comic. So I messaged him, and I was like, are you new to Portland? And he's like, yeah, I'm from San Diego. And I was like, how long have you been doing comedy? And he said, well, I did a bit in San Diego once. And I was like, oh, you can't. You can't say you're a stand-up comic on your like. You so he's famous. Do you he's know how saying. many female comics are on Tinder? You're gonna get. You're never gonna like. Just take it off or fix it. But he was really nice and he was super hot. So we talked for a few days and then it kind of fades off. Then I worked the J. Farrow weekend at Helium, and this guy I didn't put two and two together, but he was really good looking. Kind of kept making eye contact with me and Jacob Christopher's like, dude, that guy keeps staring at you. I was like, right. So I get home the next day. I get a message from dude and he was like, you were super funny at Helium last night. Um, I know I sounded like a douchebag on my profile. Can we hang out again? Or can we hang out? I'd like to meet you and, you know, actually talk to you. And I was like, well, you're kind of a turd that you didn't say hi to me. But, yeah, like, whatever. I, my 38 and horny and my morals are low. So I agree <laughs> to fucking meet up with him. So we meet up. He started jerking off in front of you without your permission because he really is a real comic. <laughs> right? No. It, it was better than that. I walk in. It's a Louis C.K. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. I just wanted to watch. Um, so I, w- I meet him at the high dive right next to Helium, and uh, I walk in, and he's there, but he's got, like, this chubby, like, guy with him, like, this chubby white guy with him. Like, the- both guys were white, but it's just, like, pudgy, can't handle, he looked like my relative. Like, I'm, like, I identified with this guy. And I'm, like, hey, I'm Amanda, and he's, like, hey, I'm Bleep, and, um... Terrence, his name is Terrence. Yeah, we'll call him Terrence, Terry for short. <laughs> so I'm, like, hi, I'm Amanda, and I was, like, who's your, uh, Who's your friend? Like, what? This is weird, right? And he's like, oh, this is my girlfriend's best friend and roommate. What? And I was like, what? And then he proceeded to ask me about every open mic and show in Portland and run jokes by me that were horrible 
rapey abortion jokes. Like, they weren't even good abortion jokes. Like, I told him he was a real comic. Yeah. So I booked him for the festival. It's going to be fine. Uh, and that's how she met Ron Funches, you guys. Wording. Well, my career's over. Um, so yeah, that was weird. And then... He, um, he tendered his way into a writing workshop? I was like, dude, you could have... Like, I could have just sent you the PDX comedy blog. Like, what the fuck? Um, and he messaged me. He's like, are there any mics that I should, like, you know, a couple days later? Uh, I had a really fun time meeting you the other day. Is there any mics I should attend? And I just sent him the PDX comedy blog. And that was it. Just a link to that. And I was like, no. Like, you're, and it, the girl that was with him, she wasn't even that cute. Like, I hate to be shallow. All women, we judge each other. I was like, okay. Like, okay. Have fun with that. Like, okay. That's fine. Your like, joke's I'm like, hotter and funnier. Mike. Yep, exactly. Mike Trump. Sorry. You just pull a mic out of your purse. And you're just <laughs> Dude, I should do that. That'd be hilarious. Just all the time. Just like, like at the grocery store being like, no, I want plastic. Boom. <laughs> That's, uh, oh, what the hell's her name? A friend of mine, she's a comic from Seattle, but she does it with her hairbrush. To people in public. I'd work. Like she gets some dude at a week store who's being snotty. And she goes, hey, just because we need your help with customer service doesn't mean you can be a dick to us. Brush drop. <laughs> when Jay Farrow's uh, feature was selling his merch after the show, this guy comes to me and says, like, you don't have anything to sell, but I have my purse. So I grabbed like some body spray and my mascara. And I just put some time. I was like, hey, I mean, you could just make some offers. Like, see what. Did you what sell any get. of them? No. <laughs> that, that been really he looked funny. at the body spray for a minute. He was like, maybe. <laughs> just have a yard sale out of my purse, like after oh, shows. That's, that's a really awesome. good idea. It just sell my <laughs> shit. It just start bringing some stuff. Some old knickknacks and stuff. Like, like, like little old teddy bears and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like a family picture. And when a, and when a comic is selling merch, they'll usually, it'll be about a joke or they'll include they'll make a joke about it as they present it so like yeah and that's why I wrote this book so you just, you gotta do like 19 jokes right. about various <laughs> different items and he was a real teddy bear of a guy he's <laughs> <laughs> a 10 bucks after the show <laughs> this is why my parents are divorced and you put up like a family picture right $20 <laughs> I talk about my mom being dead I could just sell little jars of her that <laughs> But you can just use fireplace I just, ashes I just fireplace ashes. I just want to share a little bit of my mom with you. <laughs> you should sell them with a salt and pepper shaker on top. Right, just just let mom get around a little bit. Got this thing that I want to say. What is the most magical musical? What is the spookiest sitcom? What is the sexiest seven? These are the important questions we ask every Wednesday on Bracket Royale. Hi, it's Chris Hottamy, the host of Bracket Royale, and on this show, I'm joined by two cool guests to debate, discuss, and discover what's the deal with all these topics. We use a handy-dandy bracket and have a lot of fun and fury. So check us out, and when you listen, you will find the answers you've been looking for. Uh, hello. I fooled you. That's you. You probably thought that was a dog, but it's me, comedian Jay Shingle, and I'm here to say that today's show is is brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at www.getbarkbox.com/chumba. Have you ever ingested your cremated friend on accident? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
excited. Somebody in the audience was like, oh. I'm, yeah, I didn't want to either. I was are you sad about that. someone dying? Or are you sad because you've never had the opportunity to ingest a cremated friend? <laughs> I would. I would. I'd snort a I, fun. No, I'd snort a friend sounded, accident. You I, sounded like me when there were no, when there were no uh, <laughs> we had fucking Mexican food in Rios' car earlier. Oh, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I smoked my friend on accident. This guy that I knew. <laughs> Then How do you, you don't smoke a friend on accident? Yeah. You don't smoke heroin on accident. Yeah. Wait, how do you smoke a friend on accident? You Wait, what the fuck do you smoke heroin on yeah. accident, right? Like I you don't know where I grew up. I, I smoked crack on accident once too, but apparently like, whatever. You gotta I, stop grabbing stuff and lighting it on fire, lady. I thought it was meth. <laughs> I was like, is this meth or like Amanda, no what crack. are you smoking? Meth? No, oh, that's my crack. Oh, I'm a piece of you shit. Want to, you want to, I was like, fuck this, I don't smoke crack. And then we put the rest of it in the closet, in our litter closet. It was my first apartment. We called it the crack closet for like six months. Until we had this kid come over that was younger than us. He was like 18. And he was like, do you guys have any drugs? And I was like, yes, we do. Go in the crack closet. I was like, I don't I don't know how to do this. Like, I can't remember one night he had it. The kid's like, dude, I watched him. But there was a show that was like Intervention before Intervention on HBO. And he was like, no, you guys got a two liter and some tinfoil? And I was like, I watched him smoke that crack. Anyway, so I didn't have a lot of parental guidance growing up. <laughs> it is amazing. I have all my teeth, no babies, and a degree. Like, it really is. It really is. I've never had an STD either. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. Give it time. Give it time. I don't even, yeah. I mean, this shit's like the driven snow. Winter's coming. <laughs> so, my other weird date. Oh, so just side note, like, finish the other story. Um, the, the way I smoked my friend was I went to a wake, and they're, like, passing joints around, and I took a big old hit off the joint, and the guy I was dating at the time had passed, and I was like, that's weird. And I took a big, he let me fucking take a big old, my ex-boyfriend, by the way. Yeah. I, I took a big old drag off and passed it, and he was like, <laughs> you just smoked Sky. And I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. The guy's name was Sky, and it took me, and I was like, I smoked, I miss Sky, too. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, they have. Super ha appropriate that your dead friend's name does sound like a decent strain of weed. Yeah, it does, Sky. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he died of a heroin overdose, so I guess he accidentally smoked heroin too. Yeah. I'm Welcome to real Portland. This is born and raised Portland. These are the stories. When you're from Portland, this is the weird shit. Like, Here's a tip, kids. Don't smoke stuff with your arm. It's the wrong way to do it. All right, not all these are going to be winners. What do you mean? I'm like, I want to know where you were going with that. Like, you're, you got to use your arms. I'm not flexible to smoke shit with my feet. Like, I don't can't, can't do that. I, I did once smoke, on purpose, a uh, Ritz cracker. That's the best thing I've heard in my uh, life. I, we crushed it up and we put it in a bong and just... Did you guys have a... Do you know how on the box it has like things you could put on the cracker? doesn't say you can't, you can't smoke it. So. I'm not proud of this, but nobody's ever going to hear this podcast, so... <laughs> Out of the, you know, remember yellow pages? Yeah. If you take one out and you get it wet and then you rub it under your foot under concrete, it vaguely looks like marijuana. So, one time, 
when you I was know, like it's more 15. effective if you take a bunch of the yellow pages, lay them outside, and some lady from Amanda's neighborhood will crawl over them They're and rub exactly. them into the concrete for you. <laughs> Just pull them out from underneath the homeless person that slept on them, and then rub them together, and they do. They look like weed a little bit, and if it's nighttime. And you're in a Honda Civic and you're 16, you can hand that to somebody. And then they're like, wait, no, 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 I wanna try it first. And you're like, fuck, what am I gonna do? I can't pull off. So you watch this 30 year old guy pack a little nug of this in a thing, take a hit off it, and he's so drunk, he's like, thanks, man. And you just fucking pull off. That was a part of my childhood, too. How did this turn into therapy? I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. So, the other dating story. Yeah, Comcast. This, well, no, this guy, um, I talked to this guy on Tinder. You guys don't think you've been married a while. How long have you guys been married? We're not. We're not? How long have, been, how long have you guys been siblings? Right? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. He's your uncle, it's fine. Um, how long have you guys been together? Three years. Did you guys meet on a dating app? No. Okay, so even in the last three years, shit's changed. So this is how it works. You go on <laughs> Tinder and you look at people and you judge them on that first picture. If I have to click in to see other pictures of you, nope. I, I look at other pictures of shoes, but I don't look at other pictures of people. Like shoes, I will watch, they have videos now of the models walking in the shoes, I'll watch those. I am not clicking through to see your other pictures. You get me in that first picture, so you're like, no, 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 no. So you gotta bring your A game, you need to hold a fish. First picture, no fish, fuck the fish, and have a shirt on. Even if you're super odd, let me know you own a shirt, right? Like, <laughs> She's been burned before. Cover, <laughs> cover your tribal tattoo, please. Um, so you look at him, and then you start talking on Tinder, and then if you like them, but not enough to like, you know you want to have sex with them, but not enough to give them your phone number, you move to an app called Kick. And so Kick, you can send pictures back and forth. So I talked to this guy a few days on a few days on Kick, but he was so hot. And I had been like totally catfished by this guy that said he was 35 and I showed up and he was like 52 and not hot. Like I'm all about the older men, thank you. Like I'm 38, but he was not hot 52. And I was like, when was this picture taken? And he was like, 10 years ago. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. So I The first Gulf War. They're right. <laughs> when you were in the sixth grade. Um, but this guy was so hot, I didn't. I thought I was being catfish. So I was like, can you please take a picture of you and Amir holding a coffee cup? And he was like, that is fucking weird. I was like, dude, I'm a girl. With, I'm a woman. I guess that sounds weird. I'm almost 40 and I still have a hard time. Like, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. Fetch me a cup, goddamn. <laughs> take, take a goddamn selfie with a coffee cup so I know you're real because you're Abercrombie hot. Like, you were super hot. And he takes the picture. I'm like, okay, this dude is super hot. And then... This is world's greatest dad. He was like, right. (laughs) Whatever. You get about 35 and you're like, dads are hot. Um, They know how to make sure something doesn't die. But anyway... um, Not all of them. <laughs> not all. But it's weird. Some dads are really good at not. I, well, yeah. But I would say I had a good dad. But I would say I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, uh, We've got dead brothers and fathers we despise. Twenty-five year old man is like, you see a guy with a kid, and you're like, ah, oh, he's got a kid. Thirty-five year old man, and you're like, he probably has a job. Like you know, like you see him with a kid, you know, he's got a shit together normally. Anyway, so. This guy's super hot, we talk, we move to texting. All right, so then there's some pictures sent back and forth, but nothing too dirty yet. Like, it's just like some belly pictures and some, I didn't send any pictures, I'm a lady, but um, I sent some pictures. Anyway, 
<laughs> Which pictures? Um, <laughs> so anyway, we're talking, and then he's like, "Do you want to? What are you doing today?" I was like, "I have a show." And he's like, "Do you want to hang out after your show?" And I was like, "Yeah, I totally want to hang out after my show." And he's like, "So dot 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 dot," and sends it, and then waits a full minute. Nothing good ever comes after dot 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 dot, right? Like nothing <laughs> no. ever. Nobody's ever like so dot 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 dot. I want to give you a thousand dollars. That it ever happens. <laughs> So I wait, and then he says, you're not going to love my living situation. Excited. Right? (laughs) He said, I came up from San Diego for the Eclipse Festival. (laughs) 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 I should have tapped out then. I bet he's been to like five fish shows. But anyway, so... (laughs) We, uh... And he called it a festival. It's just a fucking eclipse. Yeah, it... (laughs) He could have saw it in San Diego. I mean, like, seriously. So I was like, okay. And he's like, I've been living in my car in a tent in the woods. I have a home, but just not here. <laughs> sounds like a real winner. It sounds like, sounds like that old girlfriend horse shit from, from fucking Breakfast Club. Oh, I got a home. She lives in Canada. Like, right? Like, I have my a home's home totally hot, too. It's like a model home. He sounds like, like a video. great dad to me. So this is the difference between 25-year-old Amanda and 38-year-old Amanda. 25-year-old Amanda would have been like, fuck, he's hot. 38-year-old Amanda, I don't, I don't have time to find, to go, like, I can't. I can't do it. If you're living in a Hyundai in the woods, I can't do it. Like, I can't. But then I... He like, wanted to send you geocaching for his dick. Hold on. Get <laughs> That's what I said on stage at Harvey's this weekend. Good, great minds. Um, what was funny is that it was like uh, the end of Unusual Suspects when he's like, coffee cup, newspaper. Like he goes back. I go back through all the pictures and he is laying on like fucking sleeping bags in all the pictures. And if you look real close, you can see he's in a tent. And I was just like, maybe they're old pictures. He had a good camping trip. I don't know. If you'd have read his interest, it's like, I love the outdoors because I have to. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of try to go some, but I don't want to be a dick. Like, I don't want to be rude. Because, I mean, we talked for like a week, but I feel like also you should be like, hey, I'm homeless, but I'm really hot. Like, you know what I mean? Tell me in the beginning. Let me make that choice then. But we had already built all this rapport and I didn't want to be rude. So I was just like, yeah, maybe I'll hit you up when I get back. So then he sends me the biggest dick pic I've ever seen in my life. I am not like, kidding. Like, like, how big? Let's I can show it to you. I have it on my phone. Oh, you yeah, know, like for the like, like, let's, like, like, tell me when. Um, well, I can't, like, I don't know. How far is it from here to your xiphoid? Like, the V? Like, like I mean... <laughs> it had ribs in it so it could grow. No, you don't like you know those sippy straws when we were kids that would be like zip like in your mouth. Yeah, the accordion dick? Yeah. So you could like Come to the woods, I'll play you some polka. So you could like Right? Um He's just squashing the debris. I wanna get your guys' reaction, so while I'm telling the story. Um so Send a picture with the coffee. You don't book. look at somebody's phone when they're scrolling. I'm excited for this day. Because <laughs> there was there was three days before I knew he was homeless. So let me get through these pictures. Um, <laughs> when this guy pitches a tent, he so, was terrible. terrible. <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, and I'm sending it to all my friends, being like, oh my god. Because you guys can think what you want, like about like dick pics being private, but there's two reactions to a dick pic. There is, you're going to show it to your friends and you're going to be like, holy shit, look at this. 
Or there's gonna be like, oh, holy shit, look at this. Like I got one, one, I got one before I show you this figure. I got one one time from this guy that had a. <laughs> after this commercial break, it had like this, it had this weird lump in it. Like, Talk faster. It, it had this. I showed it. To, I'm a vet tech during the day, so I work with veterinarians. I showed it to two of the vets, and I was like, what is wrong with the top of his dick? Like, honestly. She showed it to a dog. The dog got pregnant. No, honestly. So it was like, I got to do this. It was like, here's this wiener. And they had this weird lump on the top of it, which honestly looked like a great design enhancement. Like, because I probably would have hit your clip. Well, based on what you're telling me, it was an elbow. I don't know what it was. Anyway, um, they're not all pretty. So. There it is. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. It looks like it's attacking it is huge. him. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You can see it on the screen from the audience. That's I'm a crazy. bad person right now. I am more I've never shown this to an audience, but it's a small audience. It's a small audience for a big dick. That's why he so, lives in the woods. No apartment complex will let him have a pet that size. <laughs> right? You gotta pay additional dick rent. <laughs> there's a deposit in case you ruin the walls when you're walking through. So I'm still like, no, that dick lives in a tent. I can't do it. I I did have a good dad, like I said, like I had a good dad. I think he just did something with that light. Yeah. So. Oh, Randy wants to see the dick close. Oh. I got you, Randy. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I can't do this. But then he sent me a map to his tent, a map. Like, but it wasn't like an address, so he had to send me coordinates, like 423.686.742. Like, what am I, can you put that in Google Maps? I don't even know what to do with that. Like, I would, I would've went to the woods and been like, like you do it a cat, trying to catch a comet at night. You only have to stand at the edge of the woods. His dick will poke out of the woods too. Right? You, so, you used to look for the site that had two tents, one for him and one for the dick. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, he, had one, he probably had one of those, like, you know those tents that have, like, the main tent, and then it has the little supply tent up to the side so he can sleep on his side, and it just goes into the little supply tent. When um, you're not there, he puts the head of an axe on it and splits trees with his dick. Right? <laughs> you can cross a river, like, you just walk on the dick. You, you could put a tarp over it and be sheltered from the rain. Like, you could hang a water can off of it. Like, it rises when the water is done. But, um, so he sent me a map to the tent, and I, Caitlin Warehouse, I want I wanted to take um, credit for this, but I was telling her about it, and she's like, yeah, of course. That's a big dick confidence. And I was like, you're fucking right. There's no other guy that's homeless is going to tell you he's homeless and then send you a dick pic to let that soak in for a minute and then be like, there's the address. Right? Yeah. It's like, your move. Your move. <laughs> My friend who's recently single, she was like, I like camping. <laughs> I kind of regret not going, but I don't want to get murdered either, so... Yeah, you only got murdered one way or another. You know, that fighting that dick. I like my kidneys, like, you know, like. Then you, do you know that, like, this game? Yeah. <laughs> you can do that with that dick. Somebody like, my hand, no, my hand, my hand. Like, <laughs> okay, so. That dick would have pushed your hairline back from the inside. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> 
I pictured no, I pictured the like uh, the Play-Doh things that you push the fucking Play-Doh in their mouth and their hair grew. <laughs> if he helicopters with it hard enough, he will take flight like he's holding Thor's hammer. It would have been the happiest last three days of my life. <laughs> so I have one other little quick story. I know I didn't give us the five minutes. Can I go? I'm gonna be disappointed really if it doesn't end with a giant cockpit. Well, it's it, a it, hard it, story to it's, follow. It's a little wiener story. Oh, right, you have my attention. Okay, so <laughs> my friend texts me and says, "This is really shining me in the wrong light tonight, you guys. I'm really a good yeah, person." Well, welcome to our podcast. Okay, so. <laughs> She's so, a vet tech that doesn't help women off the ground and may be willing to go find a dick if it's big enough. Right? So this guy, my friend texts me and she's like, we're at Kit Kat Club. I met these two guys. They're super hot. They're software developers from San Francisco. They're just fucking throwing money around. I showed him your picture on Facebook. Dude, his friend's like totally like thinks you're hot. Come. So I was like, all right. Like, all right. So I was already downtown. So I go there. Both of the dudes are super hot. And they are literally, they spent probably $800 at the strip club like blue money everywhere and I was like this is fun so we go back to my friend's apartment my friend ends up going in the bedroom with his friend and then it's just like us and then we ended up making out right and then he starts like triumphing on me and it feels like he had like keys in his pocket like it was little and pointy and it hurt like and I, I know it doesn't look like I have hip bones but I do if I'm on my back and like so it was pretty Right up on me, and so I reached my hand in his pants, and I am not like I am not a size queen. Like there is something about a hard working five and a half to six, you know. Like I'm not. I don't need. To, but this was the. It was deformed. It was, and this man was beautiful. It was the tiniest wiener I'd ever seen. Deformed? I remember thinking. I remember thinking when I put my hand in there, my thumbs touched my fingernails. Like, like oh wow. So I'm like this is a. This isn't worth the numbers. I'm not gonna do this. This isn't gonna go anywhere. Like, there was a part of me that was like, buddy, it's mad pussy. But, like, I, cause, I mean, by that time, you've had to develop that skill with a wiener that small, right? But I'm like, no, I'm not gonna let this go any further. So I go in the bathroom and I set my phone for three minutes on an alarm to a ringtone. And I come back out and we start making out a little bit and my phone goes off. And I'm like, oh my God, Adrian, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, sorry, yeah, my I'm coming. Favorite campsite just I'm coming. Me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. You're at a campsite. You need help. <laughs> and uh, I'm trapped under your dick. This guy was just like, I can't breathe. So this guy was so nice. He was like, "Can I get you a new?" I was like, "No, I got this." So right as I'm leaving, I hear my friend in the bedroom, and the guy, the other hot guy, is making the most feminine, loud sex noises that I have ever heard. <laughs> And I just look at dude, make eye contact. I'll have what he's having. And we both, we both know what just happened. Like we're like, this was weird. <laughs> like, this was weird. And I just left, and I went home and ate an Amy's burrito and went to bed. Like that was. Well, that's like, cause you know, you see a dude driving like a a, a sports car. You're like always overcompensating for his dick. So these are tech bros throwing around all this cash, overcompensating. Whereas this other guy doesn't even need society to justify his penis. <laughs> you know what? Um, I will say the whole Asian small dick stereotype, um, two of the biggest penises I've been with were half Korean men. They were like, and the one guy was funny, like I pulled down his pants and he was like, that's right. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, that's right. That's right. And I was like, fucking all right. Like, break out the soy sauce. Let's do this. Like. <laughs> 
like, what about that good sweet ketchup stuff that you put the shrimp in? And then I, he was so hot. Like, I so hot. That's no, like, in my head, so every Asian guy I see short. or other girls think they have little wieners. I'm like, dude, I bet he's packing. Like, <laughs> I have good luck, I guess. I don't know. Amanda, thank you so much for doing our podcast. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I'm sorry. You're magnificent. I love you. Um, this is what, that's what I don't have planned material. It was like, great. Uh, before we go, uh, don't you... When is Jacob Christopher's roast? That the, 24th. the 24th. The 24th. I am January. taking over Jacob's show. I'll be hosting the Dirty Dozen at I Helium. wonder if she's fit for the job. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I am going to do a better job than Jacob, so please come check it out. <laughs> um, it starts March 24th, and uh, I'll be promoing that. Also, like, get your guys' asses to Lincoln City. Um, UndertowComedy.com dot com uh, buy your passes they'll be reasonable ish 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 there'll be packages be there will be different packages for me for you to choose from <laughs> thank you guys I'm out of dick jokes I can't even touch that one <laughs> how big are the packages guys thank you so much for coming to live thanks for having us